Hi friends, my name is Diana Paquet and I am the host of The Diana Show. I am an adoptive step biological and dog mom of five, six if you include the dog. I'm married to the love of my life, Thomas, and together we're shepherding a four-year-old girl, three teenage girls, and a 19-year-old boy. It is a wild ride. Lots of eye-rolling, door-slamming, long conversations late at night, but you know what? Also lots of laughter and tons of joy. I really reached this place where I just want to chase some fun and learn new things and explore. And I'm just so curious. I just started roller skating again. What's up with that? I'm surrounded by real friends and I'm just in this good place. But even so, I still struggle with insecurity, worthiness, imposter syndrome, shame, and sometimes fear. So through my podcast, I'm chasing down stories of vulnerability, honesty, and tips and tricks on becoming a better version of a human. And I thank you for joining me on this journey. I'd love to hear from you if you ever want to connect. You can always find me at ms.dianapiquet on Instagram or email me at dianapiquet1 at gmail. And with that, on with the show. Happy Monday if you're listening on the day this comes out. And if whatever day it is for you, I hope you have some great, encouraging, fun plans, and I hope you are looking forward to your week. I am certainly looking forward to my week. Um, my birthday's next week, and so always leading up to my birthday, I do this whole like kind of inventory of what the year has been like and how I'm just really grateful. Um, it just was a good year. And I feel so blessed. It's so weird. Like they say you, you know, spend your 30s figuring out how you are, who you are, what you like, your 40s, like actually building your life and your 50s enjoying your life. And I'm like, okay, amen. Like things have gotten so good in the last couple of years. They've been good for a while, but things have gotten really, really good. Um, And I don't think it's any one thing. I think it's just like, I think it's just the fact that like, there's a whole bunch of little things that are working. For one thing, I have really learned how to say no. Like no to what I don't want to do and yes to more of what I want to do. Um, and putting boundaries has become less of like this thing where I feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to have to say no. What's everyone going to think? And I'm just like, yeah, I got to put myself first. I got to put my family first. And I my time is really valuable to me. Um, I only have so much of it. And I want to enjoy my minutes on this earth. Um, That's not to say that I don't spend some of my time doing the things I don't want to do. Like I just got done loading the dishwasher and battling with one of my teenagers to get her out the door this morning. But um, if I'm going to agree to do something, it's because I want to do it. So one of the things that really changed this year for me was that I finally have gotten control, learned the value and have pledged and laid down my life to the calendar. And uh, when I used to be working, I was sort of forced into a schedule at work. And so when I got done with uh, doing an appointment based business, which I was, if you don't remember, or if you never heard me say it, I was a hairdresser for 25 years and I also owned multiple salons. So I kind of lived and died by my schedule at work. And that gets old. After 25 years of doing that, it was nice to just be like, oh, I'm going to just see where the day takes me. Like, I know I have to hit my baselines. I got to drop laundry. I got to clean out the dishwasher. I got to pick up kids from school. But what I kind of fell into was just sort of this trap of not knowing 
what in the heck I was doing for the day or thinking that I had a lot of time and then realizing, oh shoot, I've got a dentist appointment or whatever. So I really have gotten into the habit of not only putting everything down on a physical calendar, of course it's in my phone as well, but I have a physical calendar and I have gotten a lot better at balancing my week. So you're not going to catch me anymore. The old Diana would have been like, oh my gosh, this week I have a dentist appointment for myself. I've got an orthodontist appointment for my kid. I've got a blood draw. I've got, you know, like I would layer in all this stuff all in one week thinking, oh, I'm just going to knock it all out. But it just blows your week. You know, it would just blow me up. I would be so tired and frustrated and didn't enjoy any part of it. So what's worked a lot better for me is just sort of like, getting control of my schedule. Obviously, there's things that aren't as pleasant to go do like a blood draw, but making maybe one of those appointments a week instead of just like layering everything in at once. And so on the flip side of that, I've also learned to layer in a lot more fun and plan stuff in advance. So in the past, I would you know, kind of almost like see what other people were doing online and get sort of like FOMO or jealous because I'm like, hush, why can't we ever you know, make it to Tahoe or do that ski trip we've been talking about or go over to Catalina for two days. Like it's just these things aren't that hard or expensive. It's just a matter of planning it. And without planning it in advance, I was finding for me that it never happened. I'm sure that happens for other people out there where you just feel like, why is like, why is time this thing that just keeps, it's like a wave that keeps crashing and I'm kind of drowning. Um, And Planning in advance has made such a difference for me. And it's fun because now I have like, I am I know like we've got a friend's Thanksgiving coming up and that was planned well in advance so I can look forward to it and not feel overwhelmed by it. Um, uh, in Enjoying the process of planning for it and not feeling like, oh my gosh, we've got friend's Thanksgiving this week. What are we going to do? It's already been planned out. It's been thought out. Uh, my brain has had time to process what it's going to be like and be prepared for it. And so it's much more enjoyable in that case. One of the biggest things that's made the hugest difference this year is that I have consciously redirected my brain so many times and I continue to work on that practice, certainly have not um, mastered it at all, but like I have been catching myself going down negative Nelly spiral and redirecting myself and looking for joy. And it really is a practice that makes such a huge difference because it's, I mean, anyone can do it. It's free. Um, No matter what the circumstances are in your life, you can always look for something that's positive. And for whatever reason, I don't know if anyone else hears me out there, but my brain wakes up and goes like right to the negative. Like, oh, I've got so much to do today. You can just even hear the tone of my voice. Like, oh, my, I, I have scoliosis. So my, oftentimes I wake up, my lower back kind of hurts from the way I slept or whatever. But if I take like right first thing in the morning when I wake up, I'm like, nope, we're not doing that. Let's find something positive. Okay, I love that I can walk on my feet. I'm so grateful for my very sturdy, thick, healthy legs. Um, my spine is not perfect, but I'm in a relative, like very little amount of pain for how much scoliosis I have. Like I've got strong arms, like all the things, right? I like my smile. And so I kind of go through that list of sort of picking myself up and cheering myself on rather than focusing on all the things that are negative. And it has made such a big difference because I literally catch myself 
probably 20 times a day where I'm like, oh, I'm so sick of the way this kid is acting. I'm so frustrated with going over this lesson over and over again. And then I'm like, yeah, but I get to. Like, she's here. She's healthy. Um, She's smart. She's intelligent. She's not dealing with massive whatever, you know. There's a lot of things with my kids, as frustrating as they can be, that are great about them. And so looking for those things in my life has made a really, really huge difference. And that kind of leads me to my next point. Having that practice, like it's definitely never going to be perfect, but making that I'm the type of person that looks for the good in any situation makes my days so much more fun. And why? Like I deserve to have fun. I deserve to be happy. I deserve it looking at things in a joyful, sunshiny way. And it just makes life way better, right? And I've been both people. I've been like the negative Nelly who never smiles and who's like frustrated and down in the dumps or whatever. But my life is kind of like, it's not like my life was worse or better then, or it's worse or better now. It's just my perspective shift. And that takes me to the next point with, I've just seen over the last couple years, how much who you surround yourself with matters. Um, I guess I could just start at the very like, top of the list, the person I spend the most time with, my husband, and he is definitely a glass half full. We got this. Let's go. You know, he's very rarely down in the dumps and he he has a lot of back pain, too. He has a lot of problems with his back. Um, He's got a few health issues, but he takes everything head on and looks at things in a very, very positive we can we can undo anything together kind of an attitude. And it really makes a big difference for me because I'm not dragging along an anchor. I've got someone who's holding my hand and we're walking through whatever clouds come our way, whatever sunshine comes our way, we're walking through that together. So being with a partner that's like that, and then also I get to choose my friends. I don't get to choose my family, but I definitely get to choose my friends. And I choose to surround myself with a fantastic uplifting group of people who are very diverse. I mean, I've got single friends who are just divorcing and I've got married friends who, you know, like we had these, this married couple that we hung out with a couple weeks ago and the guy is a major, they're both majorly into diving. And so, I mean, I don't even know if I would ever do that because I'm such a chicken shit, you guys, but to be able to be around people who are doing other cool things and exposing us to that, it really makes a big difference in our days. You know, to hang out with one couple, and I, I've been through this in my past where you're like, oh, this is who we always hang out with. And it's like this ongoing issue that they always have and they never seem to fix it. And there's always this complaint about X, Y, Z, and they talk about it, but they never actually take the steps to do anything about it. And that's hard to be around all the time. And I'm not saying that, you know, your friends have to be perfect and never hit a road bump. Like I said, I have a fantastic friend who is newly single, newly single mom, and she's doing her best. Um, But she has a joyful outlook about it even so like even though she didn't choose this divorce, she's like, Yeah, I've got the rest of my life. I've got a healthy body. I'm talented you know, her outlook is very positive. So for us, definitely hanging out with cool people, doing cool shit. That is something we always say, like, we are so excited to meet people and hang out with people and cultivate relationships with people that are on that same positive path moving forward. And I think maybe everybody defines that in a little bit different way. Um, 
But for me, I want to be around people who come across a hurdle and not less necessarily just leap it because they got a lot of money or not necessarily just leap it because they just don't deal with their problems. But people who are like, okay, this is a hurdle. I don't like my job. What's the solution? I got to get my resume together. I got, you know, X, Y, Z. And being around people who are able to do that are those, I feel like those people end up being the kind of people who have the time in their life to go out and do other cool things that make life full. And so definitely making sure that you love the group of people that you surround yourself with. Um, Certainly not to say that there aren't hard seasons. I went through a divorce myself. My husband uh, went through his past relationship, Erilyn's mom. She was sick for a very long time and eventually died. So he went through a whole grieving process. So we both understand what it's like to be a friend in need when you really need your friends. But in that, it's a season. It's not a lifestyle. And so definitely surrounding yourself with people who are willing to look at the issues that they have in their life, whether it's like, hey, I think I'm eating too much and it's, you know, it's causing weight gain and I'm having health issues from that, or I think I'm drinking too much, or I think I'm whatever I need to adjust. So being around people that are able to do that in their lives and, and hop over those hurdles, those are the people that then have the space in their life to be able to have joyful things happening to them too. And I would say the fifth thing that has for sure changed uh, my outlook over the last couple of years and makes me so excited to go into 51, uh, my 51st year, is getting to know myself more. And really, like, that sounds so, you know, surreal or like woo-woo, but honestly, there were things about myself I didn't even know. I did not even know because my lifestyle was so, in the past, I'm talking seven, eight, nine years ago, go to the salon, open the salon, deal with whatever the employees need, start taking clients, go through clients, you know, 12, 13, 14 clients in a day, listen to all of the things that are going on with them, keep up with my clientele. And I loved it. Don't get me wrong. And I made plenty of money doing it. I enjoyed the shit out of that job. But it was so like rapid fire on my brain, not to mention what it was like physically. And then I would get home. What do the kids need? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, fall into bed. Don't even consider what I'm eating. Could be like, most of the time it was Mexican food from across the street, way too much of it because I waited too long and I was super hungry. Uh, A lot of it was numbing out with a margarita, that kind of thing. And my life was just very rapid fire. And what I realized by having a little bit of space in my life was that I was like, oh, I like alone time. I didn't even know that about myself. I never had any alone time for my brain. I always was taking in my, cl- my, you know, my client Billy and how her dating life was going and my cl- client, you know, Jamie, who, you know, talking about her engagement or whatever, like there was just always noise, good noise, a lot of the times, joyful, but just it's just a lot. And so I did not realize to the extent like, I need alone time. And when you have five kids, that can be really hard to come by. So I got to know myself a lot more and that was something I had no idea to the extent that that really makes me happy. Um, I did not realize how much 
my nest meant to me. Like having my home clean and having it look cute. I just redid my bed for fall and we're in a heat wave, so it kind of seems silly. I did like corduroy pillows. It's very anthropology. Lots of like really saturated color and it made me so happy. But if you would have taken me back five, seven years, I would not have realized to the extent that doing a little level up like that would make me so happy. Um, reading books makes me really happy. Podcasting, I had no, I didn't even know what a podcast was five to seven years ago. But just sitting down, recording my thoughts, and being able to publish them and then get feedback from people, you know, like I'll get a random text throughout the day from someone that's like, hey, I just listened to your podcast, it, you know, XYZ meant so much to me. And it just lights me up because I'm like, in some small, tiny way, I am contributing to other people's happiness in the world. And that makes me feel really, really great. So getting to know myself more and making space for that, I mean, just even think about saying that. Like when you, if you said that to yourself, like, I'm gonna make some space to get to know myself more. Doesn't that sound kind of like weird or selfish in a way? Like, okay, Julie, do you really need to sit down and make time to think about what you like? Yeah, actually you do. Because how do you know how to get more of that in your life or to not have the things that aren't making you happy in your life if you don't even know what you like. So definitely that has been a big, big deal is making space for what I like, but just getting to know what I actually like and what actually makes me happy. Um, I have incredible friends that I love to hang out with, but you know what? I don't want to hang out with a friend every day. I want to putter around my house when the kids aren't here and frame a picture or edit a podcast or whatever, journal, listen to music. I started listening to uh, French bistro music on my Alexa. It did not turn on good. Um, it makes me so happy. My husband's like, why do you like that music? I'm like, I don't know. It just makes me feel like wealthy and like I'm in another country, like I'm a writer or something. I don't know. It just makes me happy. So I do it. Uh, but I wouldn't have known that about myself. So those are the five things for me that have made a big difference. Um, let's see, I said looking for joy, uh, making sure that I'm always looking for joy and who you surround yourself really, really mat matters. Setting boundaries was my first one and that's super new to me and very uncomfortable, but something, it's a practice that I'm still working on. And then getting to know myself more was my last one. And I have to say, when I look at the list of these that I wrote down, none of them is something like I just flipped a switch. I flipped a switch seven years ago and I decided I have good boundaries. No, I read books and I started waking up and noticing like, wow, I don't have good boundaries with that person at all. They just walk all over me. Like that person, even though I don't even really do hair, that person is totally comfortable texting me at 10 or 1030 and telling me their extensions are all tangled and can I help them? when I didn't even do their extensions in the first place. You know what I mean? Like I need to get better boundaries. And so I didn't even realize I needed to. And it has definitely been a progression over the last seven years, um, working on all these different things. But it has been a fun journey too, because I really do feel like I can see progress and my life has really improved since then. So I hope that um, you guys will try some of these things and see if it makes any difference in your life. I would suggest starting with waking up to and looking for joy because that's something that you could very easily do like a funny like what's funny or what's silly that your kids did or did your husband make the bed this morning and it just 
like made you super happy or whatever. Like look for things that make you happy. Or if you can't find any, go to Trader Joe's and buy yourself some flowers and look at those all day and think about how you definitely have someone in your life that will do something nice for you. And that's you. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great day. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Thanks, friends.